0: So, Sean, I want to get now into chapter two in the book, Um, and this is where we start talking about your 11 rules for business owners. And rule number one is be a shareholder. So what does that mean to you when you say be a shareholder?
1: Well, you know, most people, when they think of a shareholder, you can buy a share in a publicly traded company, whether it be Walmart, Apple, Amazon, and you become a shareholder and you own a share of the company. But as an independent business owner, if you own your own company, you're also a shareholder. And it's adopting that mindset that I'm a shareholder within my own company. Forbes 400 did a study of the 400 top billionaires and how they became financially successful. And there was two ways. Number one, being a shareholder. And number two, real estate. They also did a study on how the top 400 kept their wealth. And the way they kept their wealth is through diversification, not in two things. So, the road to being financially free is you need to be a shareholder. It's a proven formula, but that means also being within your own company. I mean, that could be a shareholder in a private equity firm, that could be a private partnership. Steve and I could own our own company, it could be your own company. If you incorporate, you know, you're a shareholder, it's a separate entity. Uh could be a publicly traded company. But as a shareholder, if you're incorporated, there's a different set of rules. The corporations tax differently. They have different rules. And uh, that's really the key is to uh, consider yourself a shareholder inside your own business. Why did you put this as rule number one? Well, because I think it's the main mindset is that all decisions, you know, as a shareholder, uh basically, uh, they pay dividends. If you own stock in Apple, for example, or and I'm not partial to Apple. I'm just using that as an example because I'm looking at an iPad. But if you buy shares, you know, there's two ways they can pay out dividends. They either pay out a dividend to the people that own it or they reinvest a portion of that dividend into the company to continue to grow it. And the dividends are considered profit, and I think as an independent business owner, you have to see yourself that way as a shareholder within your own company. And uh, when you make profits, you know you can take a portion and reinvest in your business to continue to grow. Because your number one wealth building tool is your own business, is your earning ability. Or you can take a portion of that earnings and uh, pay yourself personally, so you and your family can enjoy the fruits of your good labor. But seeing yourself as that shareholder gives you the most important mindset that you have to continually reinvest in what you're doing because we're living in a world of chaos and change. And unless you're constantly improving and getting better and delivering more value to your customers, then eventually what you do will be uh, eliminated because people get up every day looking for ways to put you out of business. Okay. Okay. And so that mindset of saying, hey, okay, I am a shareholder. I just happen to own all the shares and, you know, ABC Distributing, the name of my company. And I need to make sure that, uh, you know, I take a portion of what I earn and reinvest to grow it and then save a portion and then, you know, uh, take a portion out for my family. And I just think when you start seeing things differently, you start thinking differently. And you start operating differently. And uh, it puts you in a much better position to be successful. People talk about it's great to be diversified. But when you're in business, you, you're going to get a better return invested in your business, in yourself, in your enterprise than you ever will. And you've got 100% control if there is such a thing. you got a lot of control. So continue to invest and see yourself as a growing stock. Is my company growing? I happen to own 100% of it. Would I invest in it if I was an outside person? Or is it declining? Or is it stagnant? And it's just a great way to put things in perspective and to help you make better decisions. Because you're seeing things differently and you're treating it as it is, which is a business. And it helps you to grow as a person because, like I said, if you're an Uber driver, or Lyft driver, you may not see yourself that way, but you are responsible for your taxes and you are paid by 1099, which does make you an independent business owner.
0: So, Sean, how does flipping the mindset, kind of getting into that shareholder mindset, help an entrepreneur work less and make more money over time?
1: Because you know, if the tax rule is written, taxes is one of most people's number one expense. And if the taxes are written in anybody's favor, if that's possible, um, it's written in the business owner's favor because businesses create jobs. Okay. And and they create jobs. And so it, you know, this enables you to think differently, set money aside, and to be able to uh operate within the rules of the game and have them work to your advantage. But it creates more freedom because as a shareholder, you see opportunities for growth because when you receive uh, distributions and have to make choices on how much you're going to reinvest in the business, how much you're going to take personally, how much you're going to save, it gives you the opportunity to dream bigger and think bigger, which is the key to more freedom.
0: You talk in the book about five freedoms. While we're on the topic of freedom, can you walk us through what the five freedoms are and and why you think these are the key?
1: Well, freedom of time. I think uh, you know people want to spend their working life doing what they enjoy with the people that they enjoy doing business with, and uh, you know time freedom is really important. I mean, one of the reasons people go in business is they want more time. You know, and the way you have more time is you have to have the second freedom, which is money. Time comes with a cost. You have to buy it. And the freedom of money, you don't want a ceiling on how much money you can earn. You don't want somebody controlling your paycheck. And, uh, you know, as an independent being paid a commission or, uh, you know, you get to have a uh, the, the freedom of money. You can earn as much as you uh, are able to. And in relationships, I mean, being able to work with the people, the customers, the clients that you want to do business with, and then purpose. I mean, uh, people like to have a, a vehicle to uh, live the life based on what's important to them. And then the fifth freedom, I think, is uh, you know one you that you really spurred me on to, Steve, is the freedom of location. You know, is being able to work where you want to work and live where you want to live. And I think that uh, these are the things because business is a roller coaster. And, you know, when you own shares in a publicly traded company, stock goes up and down. Well, owning your own business, some days are low, some days are high. And it's a constant roller coaster. But I think it's those freedoms that we all strive for, you know, to express our purpose and and money and time and location that enables us to, to pay the price and to do the things that are necessary. We do have these freedoms because we're willing to take on the responsibility and, you know, you don't get one without the other. And so I think that's really what keeps people going. I know it has me and, and most of the people I've had the opportunity to work with.
0: Absolutely. Let's jump in next on to uh, rule number two.